so hi welcome to good noise podcast you're here with pulses uh we're going to ask them some questions today about their new album and uh the cover as well uh so i'd like to start off by saying congrats on the album release uh even though it was like what a month and a half ago two months now um (laughs) so how do you guys feel about the response to that and uh what does the album name mean uh response has been overwhelming especially like when it first happened because you know it's kind of like as things release you know of course they kind of like goes down a little bit but even still it's just like it's been overwhelmingly positive so far like which is a very surprising thing because you know usually people are very vocal about if they don't like something (laughs) (laughs) and we haven't gotten that at all really that's good yeah so it's been not it's just like not that we want to pay attention to those all the time but it's just like just generally everybody is just vibing with it so just very happy with the response and then with uh just kind of where it's taken us so far even despite you know being in quarantine and all that yeah it's it's maintained a surprising amount of hype considering we haven't been able to like do shows or Mm -hmm. anything and since it's also been like two months yeah like people the fact that i still see like new people being like oh this is sick I've never heard you guys, and I'm like, oh, okay, That's cool. Awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it's been good. So it's really cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, the second part of that question was, what is the name? Um, it's just like a phrase that people say, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, you want to speak things into existence, and um, so it means a lot for us. Hey, hey there David. Is. <laughs> there's David. There's David. Oh my god. How was your COD game? <laughs> oh, it was fine. Well, I was finished. Well, like Hades, friend. It's not good. <laughs> F. L. It'd be like that. L. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we were talking about speak it into existence. We just started, like. A- yeah. No, I, I I heard the call go out. I just was busy. Sorry. <laughs> it's fine. Word. No. Um. So speak it into existence for us was, um we had to speak the album into existence really like mm-hmm. it was taking forever because we like started it what 2018 yeah we started early 2018 yeah and just many different things like getting in the way and um taking time to do and money and whatnot and then danny left and we were done like danny finished it which was great but it was still like oh we have to keep going and we have to like explain this and we have to you know, do all this to get it out. And so it was constantly like us speaking into existence. And then it's also us speaking ourselves into like existence in the scene in a way mm-hmm. where we're like, okay, this is album two. We're a thing now. Like yeah. we exist yeah. to people more than just like, Hey, they put out a record and died off. Like a lot of bands tend to do. Yeah. So yeah. we exist. And so, yeah, that was another part of it too. Wow. Yeah. And you sick. had that, you had that name like before I joined because I remember the first time I came over to like write with you guys. You were like, "Oh yeah, this is the album name." By the way, and I was like, "Oh, yeah. okay, cool." <laughs> yeah, we had the album name actually before we wrote any songs. Yeah. Wow. Like, um, yeah, it was just because I remember uh, the Lavar Ball yeah. <laughs> was saying it a bunch like back then, early 2018. So we were just like, "Oh, let's name the album that." Because again, like Kevin gave the reasoning to it really fit. I know, especially for me personally, was a tumultuous time for 
for myself, I guess. So it kind of spoke to me a lot because I always, I was like juggling just, you know, school and doing mm -hmm. the band. So I was constantly just asking myself, oh, do, you, do I want to devote this much time into this band anymore? Is this something I enjoy or is this something that I can't even like do at this point? Because, you know, just having it rough. And then to begin to existence is we said when we put out our first record bouquet, we were like, we're going to put out a second record. So that was just my motivation. It's just like, what he said, we're going to do it. So I'm just going to do it yeah. no matter what it takes, no matter how long it takes. So. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned that the album name came first. So did you name uh, your title track after the album name? Is that? That one yeah. would be called Super Solid. Yeah. yeah. Super which Solid. Is a whole, which is a whole thing on its own. I mean, um, that came from uh, Caleb, Danny, and I went to Olive Garden. Um, mm -hmm. And we had, uh, it, it, was a, it was a memorable night in general. Caleb had Caleb and Danny had their, what was it? Their, what'd you guys oh. have? The... Yeah, we had some stuff. Yeah. And the the waiter came up and he was like, like Danny ordered, and he was like, "Cool, uh, would you like super salad?" And Danny was like, "Super salad? What's, what's a super salad?" <laughs> and it it just yeah, it was a whole thing. Um, super salad. Yeah. Super salad. Yeah. But then, uh, but then, um, I think we already like, yeah, we'd already written. Louisiana Purchase, which has the lyric in it as well, with the name. Um, but then, I don't remember why we decided to make that a title track. But I just remember it being just because after you, we had written that, I think we were just like, oh, this sounds like an intro. This sounds like a first track kind of thing. Yeah. And then it just kind of felt right, <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And especially because, like, I know, I'm trying to remember, I think because Taylor was, like, hating on that idea. Cause she was like, why would you make the first track the title track? Nobody ever does that, and anybody that does is terrible. <laughs> wow. So, Ouch. <laughs> so, but we were just like, yeah, we're going to do it anyway. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. what song off of the album took the longest to write? Oh, uh... Uh, let me think. Let me oh, look. I know. <laughs> I don't even know where track was. It, I, I don't either. <laughs> it's okay. I don't either. I really don't. I, 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 I would know it if I sat down, but not. I know. I know. No. <laughs> I know. Good vibes only took the least time. Maybe. Hmm. Well, it went through a lot of rewrites though. Like, but the basic thing for that took the least time because Caleb and I wrote that in like an hour. Damn, but technically an hour like yeah, yeah over, over discord we just kept sending things back and forth and then we had like the guitar parts done oh my god uh, but then the vocals and bass and drums took longer um, what were you yeah, gonna say usually, that's usually how it ends up well i was gonna say first like usually how it goes is just like one of us will write the guitar part and then everybody kind of builds on it mm -hmm. so uh usually it doesn't take that long but what i was gonna say technically the longest is graduation day because Danny wrote that his senior year of high school. That was oh, true. Yeah. And that was in 2015. And oh. we didn't finish it until, like, right before we finished the whole record. So, technically, that was a song in process for, like, four, four years. years. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
technically, but it's just like the actual time spent like actively writing it still like small. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like Olivia Wilde took a while. Yeah. Mm-mm. Somewhat. We, no, I know we, we kept that out in you, one day. Yeah, you threw down on that. I forgot. That was like mostly you. We kept adding to it. Though. Like I know, like even after we recorded vocals, we were still adding like production stuff and yeah. Yeah. That one still, I don't feel like took too long. Um, I don't know. Because I mean, honestly, in general, the with with like the bare bones versions of all the songs is pretty quick. Like, like I said before, it's just like since it usually starts with like Matt or I on a guitar part, and everybody kind of builds on it. The longest part, the longest it takes is like building that structure with the guitar part, and then once that's done, and everybody's confident with writing their own parts, so everybody just kind of throws down, and it's done. Like we can finish a song easily in like a day or two. Yeah, usually. Oh, wow. well, Usually people, like, if you have, like, a good full structure to go on, like, whoever else is adding to it usually does it in one night. Like, does their part in one night. Like, That's good. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah. But I'd say that probably, like, the longer, or, like, the longest part of it is, like, y'all writing a guitar part that ends up actually working. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, us writing, like, lyrics or vocal lines and stuff. Yeah. After. I was just... I- I was gonna ask Kevin which one took you the longest lyrically, because lyrically, um, uh, probably. I didn't write those. Probably big mood, I think. Um, since that one actually like means a lot, and it mm-hmm. kind of took a while to say what I wanted to say correctly. I a lot of the like jokey stuff kind of comes pretty quick because it's just like that's just how i i am all the time and usually the jokier songs end up actually pulling from other songs like interpolating and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it's not that hard because it's just like um what is it good vibes only is one of like the more jokey songs but that steals from like three different songs and louisiana purchase is just like random raps that i wrote like forever ago that i'm like oh let's piece this in here and it works and stuff like that that one might have been one of the longer ones that one might have been one of the longer ones just because i know like danny and i had a writing session on vocals for that and then you did a bunch and then danny did some on his own yeah that's true that that was one of the few that like actually took more than one like writing session vocally i feel like yeah usually like you two will sit down and write one or like i'll like plastic and i wrote all that like one night night and then yeah, most of the lyrics are like, I we or like I just kind of like write them and then we like push them into the song, <laughs> like so that yeah. like they're sense. not like most of the time they're not intended or like I don't even like write it to an instrumental or whatever. It's just like these passages and then I'll like shave words or like add words when we're actually trying to like test them out mm-hmm. on the song. Yeah. So. Or like yeah. sometimes we'll have like a section that doesn't have anything yet and Kevin will just go through his like notes and find yeah. like a four bar phrase that he had somewhere that fits or something and we just stick it in there yeah it's like, oh. it's like a puzzle <laughs> yeah right. that's so yeah. cool yeah um yeah. so what was it like releasing an album in the uh, current state of the world with uh, coronavirus and whatnot not being able to tour for it um how do you feel 
Um, honestly, I feel like when we released it, it was still in the low impact area with the coronavirus. <laughs> so we kind of gained all the benefits that every all the band camp and all the going digital things. We really got to benefit from that over time, yeah. uh, being able to do special releases and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Everyone was still bored too, so they had time to listen to it. I think yeah. that helped. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, since it was just very early on in it. Uh, and then even for us, we've always kind of been more of a digital kind of band in that sense, promotion-wise. Because it's just like, well, we've only ever toured once. Mm-hmm. We did our first tour with uh, with Sales Ahead back in uh, September. So mm-hmm. it's like, and then for this year, if it weren't for COVID, we weren't going to like directly tour off of it like right when it came out. We had planned on trying to do a tour in the fall with them again. Mm-hmm. And hidden like the northeast uh but of course that's not happening at this point so us we're just gonna probably plan for it next year but yeah we kind of had always just had planned on putting out the record without any kind of like physical promotion but doing like we usually do and just promoting wherever we can on the internet especially by word of mouth so it honestly didn't really change our approach to how we were going to release it Mm-hmm. Plus, we were we were just at the point where we were tired of sitting on it anyway, <laughs> so I don't think it would have mattered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even if it would have been like a bad idea to put it out, we probably would have just been like, "Fuck it, we're gonna do it anyway." <laughs> yeah. yeah, I get that. Yeah, so it worked out. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good to so. so, where was your headspace when you were writing the album? A lot of places, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, depends on like the time period because. Since it did take so long, there was like different, different eras. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. I can say just my general state. I would say was just like stress because <laughs> yeah. again, I was in Fair. school and happily done now and graduated college. Congrats! Thank you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was like this whole time span between like when we started writing it early 2018 to like finishing it i was i think we had i think i was in my junior year of college mm-hmm. when we started and with my degree that's when everything just kind of <laughs> really comes at you all at once mm-hmm. so my last two years were just like extremely stressful to me so like any time spent working on music was kind of my way of kind of relaxing yeah. or just like kind of uh, airing myself out a little bit so that was mostly my headspace and that's kind of that kind of went into the music a little bit i feel because mm-hmm. uh well i think in general also i mean I'll, I'll let everybody else speak for where they're at but i i did notice like the mood was different than it was for our first record because especially with david and i and danny for bouquet we were like 19 to 20 so we weren't really that stressed on life yet (laughs) so when we came around to this record all of us started to get busier i was in school david was you know um doing your emt training and everything danny was like running his family's company so everybody was just kind of in this different headspace and that's why we still have our fun tracks but we have more of a balance between the serious and fun on this one. Kind of like half and half. 
Yeah. <laughs> kind of leaked out because of that headspace. I get that. Yeah. I know that making it got really stressful toward the end. Like when we were doing vocals, it got really like, just because we were recording vocals, pretty much our sessions would run from like 1030 at night to like three or four in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. Because I work evenings um, and I would just drive an hour over there from work, like stay there. We'd work on stuff overnight. Um, and then I'd go to work the next morning, um, from their place. And it was like, those would get pretty stressful. Um, vocal tracking in general is the most stressful just cause like you do a ton of takes of the same thing and it's physical, like mm-hmm. it's supposed to like guitar or something where you're just sitting there. Um, but I mean, it was still fun. Like we still kind of had fun with it for the rest of it. I know like that was stressful on Danny cause he has like a normal schedule, like, um, whereas Caleb and I, like, I work evenings and Caleb had, like, that was, we were doing it mostly when you weren't in school, so you didn't have as much of a, like, time commitment to that. Um, so we were, we were pretty good with it, but I know Danny, like, would be like, yeah, I gotta work in the morning. <laughs> but, yeah. um, I don't know. David, do you have anything to add to your headspace? Of the... Sorry, what? You're, like, headspace where we were writing or working on the album or uh well so i i'm not well me and kevin often didn't have those late nights come in because we worked normal jobs kind of like danny but also we had very little to do with the vocal tracking i know kevin more than me but uh i mean we just kind of did our things after work and recorded and what we did yeah recording process you had some vocals on there you got the you got them yeah. singing parts but yeah you didn't <laughs> much less than y'all <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> all right okay. um and we had to make sure that everybody was represented vocally on the end of louisiana purchase like yeah. we all are on it That's cool. plus yeah. taylor as well so. that one and grad day doesn't have taylor but it has everybody else yeah that too it's cool that's so cool but, yeah yeah yeah. Um, I think my headspace was pretty pretty standard. I'm mm-hmm. old, and I live a standard life now. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I don't well, know. I mean, it's just like my day to day stress is normal to me, and that's about it. And I don't know. It's fun to write music, so that helps make the fun tracks fun, and yeah. the moody tracks are moody because I'm an emotional bitch. um so on the album uh what band's influences do you think you hear if any a lot that we hear yeah let me pull up the playlist um yeah there's a playlist yeah we have a playlist Um, we have a playlist for both records actually yeah like it's been always a like kind of goal of ours to like wear our influences on our sleeve mm-hmm. so and we, like for this record like we did for the first record we made a playlist of just a bunch of songs that we directly interpolated or kind of referred to or and whatnot that what we were general, listening to yeah and just the general inspirations so it, it's i don't know you might have that up it, it's very long i can read it if you want um oh but <laughs> yeah uh uh, Sokuni Naru, Thursday, Mr. Ghetto, 
Juvenile, Lil Wayne, and Manny Fresh. The Showboys, Big Frida, Drake, Diplo, Amario. There's like there's like twelve for Louisiana Purchase. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I, so, I want to speak on that one specifically though, because uh, yeah. Louisiana Purchase is probably the one that has the most like direct and out of genre for us. Mm-hmm. And I wanted that one being um, Louisiana Purchase is inspired by like New Orleans bounce music. So I wanted to do my best and our best, really, to represent it in the most authentic way possible. So we would listen to a bunch of those songs, like um, Back That Ass Up. Uh, Drag Rap is like the song that sampled literally in every bounce song. Yeah. So we like took part of the melody in that song and put it in the chorus. On Matt's guitar part, and also Just put the, it in uh, the, the breakdown. That part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, Big Frida is one of the biggest uh, artists in the genre mm-hmm. as well that we took from. And then this was, we wrote this back in 2018. So, uh, Scorpion, Drake's album had just come out, and Nice for What was, you know, one of the bigger songs off of that record, which was also influenced by bounce music. So that song, partially, as well as Lemon by N.A.R.D., yeah. were those kind of the two songs that sparked the interest of being like, oh, I want to write bounce music and post-hardcore in one. That and one's then, not on like, Oh, yeah, it's not. I need to add that, because that's really <laughs> important. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, and then uh, Walmart, Wally World, is also important, because that's where the name comes from. <laughs> Because there's a line on that song where he's like, she's got a Louisiana purchase card. Yeah. So. Figured and that then, Express Yourself by Diplo was the other big one because we took a line from that. Uh, yeah, that's the where bridge, the, like, the bridge like, comes from. The part that like I do and Danny does. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Directly from that Diplo song. Yeah. And then um, the songs, the two songs in particular, Speaking Into Existence and then Mount Midoriyama. Especially Mount Midoriyama is kind of influenced by like J Rock, so for, like speaking to existence. I know Matt mostly wrote that one, and so uh, looked at Sokunaru song. Yeah, Sokunaru was the main. I don't know what the song is called because it's in Japanese, but um, there's one of their songs that I was like heavily inspired by for that one. Um, and then yeah, and then, the, uh, Mount Midoriyama was Mount Midoriyama was one that I kind of wrote started out with uh, with Danny actually. And I wanted to do, uh, I looked at Polka Dot Stingray, and then I also looked at uh, James Brown, um, the song Funky Drummer, and used the beat from Funky Drummer, like the drum part, and mixed it with Polka Dot Stingray's type J-Rock to kind of make that one. So cool. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. The rest is like all in the playlist, and they're yeah. all pretty, like it's in order, so it's like if you listen kind of through... You can kind of gauge which song you're on based on like what you you can get the pivot with. points like <laughs> when, yeah. when it when it goes from like uh, with sales ahead because of the feature on Mount Midoriyama to the number twelve looks like you that's kind of a it's a big yeah big pivot yeah that's like yeah and then I, I wrestled a bear once to Lil Uzi <laughs> 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 yeah but yeah it's a lot of a lot of stuff that's awesome a lot of good stuff. Yeah, I know, like, just to kind of 
book ended, uh, one of our bigger influences, especially nowadays, like Last Draw, is a thing that Daryl Palumbo would always say. It's just like, you know, all the music you write, or for them it was, the music you write is the sum of your parts and the sum of your influences. So expressing our influences are is important to us. Yeah. Solid. I think you're the first band um, to actually be like, oh, we actually have a playlist that, you know, <laughs> we made for the album. That's so cool. I don't know. I, I've never heard that before. Yeah. Okay. So if you could choose one track off of your album to represent your project, what track would you pick? Losing a purchase probably um, just because. Yeah. Because I feel like that one is like an example of what we try to do with like taking different styles of music that you don't normally hear put together and putting them together with like mm -hmm. post hardcore and stuff. So I think that's a big one. I don't know. Good one. Yeah. For sure. Uh, what you guys? I agree. David, what I agree. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm <laughs> through them right now. <laughs> None of us know that. Like... Now I'm gonna call him out real quick. David is the one where it's just like will be like, oh yeah, we're about to play this song, and he's like, what is that? Let's <laughs> just like attach to the um like demo names. Yeah, like so we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll be really attached to them. Yeah, yeah, we'll write a song for like a year, call it this, and then decide like before the album comes out that we're gonna call it that, and then he's mm -hmm. still stuck on that because we've called it that for like a year. Yeah, so it's like yeah. I totally yeah. understand. And I think like all I think like only three or four songs. Like working titles made it to the album, so he's yeah. he's he's probably. He's yeah, probably I, did, yeah, I did see your uh, your face was lit up white during the set. Did you happen to have the tabs up? <gasps> Wait a minute! Damn, how are you gonna call me out? Like <laughs> was that what I said? Or did, did you did you find that out yourself? Because we were because we were talking about it with them. We were in a Discord but, call, like looking oh. at. And and Caleb was like, "Yeah, he's looking at the tag." <laughs> I'm so I'm so happy you noticed it too. <laughs> I noticed it the second I got the set and I got to like one of his parts. I was like, "He's got the tabs up. I can tell. He's got something else." <laughs> Incredible. We love you, David. Uh, we haven't out. played him in a while. I don't blame you. Like I had I, to relearn yeah. all these songs. I just relearned them before the set. <laughs> I'm usually so busy that I don't I don't memorize the songs until like the day before. I got that. So, yeah. <laughs> I, said, oh, yeah. I I know I, them I know them well enough to sight read them because every single one of those was the first or second take. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So I sight read the whole thing. Wow. But yeah. Well, I mean, David, I do, I do the same thing with the lyrics. Like I, yeah. you'll notice that my angle is slightly different every time. That's because I had to pick up my phone in between every song and like just review real quick. So yeah, yeah. I get that. Oh. Just a little dig. That's all. <laughs> um, yeah. Do what you gotta do. Hell yeah. Honestly. Um. So yeah. this one's definitely out there. But uh, some bands have been dropping like reimagined versions of songs. Have you guys talked about that? Any plans to do something similar? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't mind doing it. I wouldn't mind doing it. We are doing remixes. Like I'm doing remixes, Ooh, but right. yeah. I think uh, like I because I did the time. last one. I, um, I did like the one with like a bunch of bouquet songs and stuff, and then this time I just did the whole album, the new album. So. 
that's almost done. I'm just waiting on a few vocal parts, and then we'll put that out in like a month or two, probably. Um, yeah. To go along with what David was saying, I feel like that's the most we're going to get a reimagining of. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, not to say that it's like not something that would we would work out doing, but I feel like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it's just... <laughs> It'd have to be a really like, good idea. Um, yeah. We'd have like, to have, have like a really good cool. idea. But I it mean, also, like, to me, feels like remixing makes more sense mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. us than just reworking a song and making it moody, mm-hmm. which is and what a lot of people do. I hate yeah. playing acoustic guitar, so I don't want to do that if I don't have to. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Speaking so of, I, um, like, I was going to say, I'll, I'll remember uh, last year, we actually got, like, asked. Oh, yeah. We got asked oh. to open for Icy Stars. Mm-hmm. Like, they were doing their acoustic tour, and we got asked to open for it. And, acoustic. well, and unfortunately, we couldn't do it because I had a final exam that same night of the show. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we had to decline, unfortunately. But we got asked to do it. You know, of course, they were doing acoustic, so they asked if we could do an acoustic set. I'm just like, I don't know what acoustic pulses sounds like. <laughs> we we were literally know. gonna we were literally gonna figure it out like within like because they asked us like last minute, mm-hmm. so we were like, we have like two weeks to like rewrite our set, and we were gonna do it, but and we were just gonna have Danny straight up scream like, like I mean, no, yeah. no different. But then we were gonna like, I think we were gonna change some arrangements and do like some of the. Like, I think we were going to do 21st Night and, like, some of the more moody songs at, that we had at the time. Yeah. But, I don't know. Like, I think I would do it, but I also know that they don't want to. Yeah. So, I'm, like, yeah. and I'm fine with not doing it. I just, like, if they were, like, yeah, let's do it, I would be, like, all for it. But, I don't know. Like, I think, like, yeah. a, I th- I think like a moody plastiglomer, it would sound cool. But I'm not, like, it I'm not, like, selective. It would yeah, be selective, but the, the other problem with that is, you know, motherfuckers want to hear uh, "I Drink Juice" acoustic for some that's reason. Never, that couldn't <laughs> happen. That <laughs> so that's never going to happen. That's the thing. It's like if we were going to do like an acoustic version, the only songs that I think we could even do acoustic would be like "The Appetizer," like mm-hmm. "Graduation Day," maybe "Twenty First Night," and then like "Plastic Armor," and that would, or maybe "Big Mood." That would probably be it. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Which we could do, but like I don't. They don't want to, and I'm okay. Maybe with we'll that. make a Patreon someday, and then you can request it. <laughs> oh my god, bet! <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, all I'm saying. Not is against it, but if quarantine keeps going, to, if quarantine keeps going into yeah. next year, we'll do it just because we'll, we're bored, probably. Yeah. Okay, probably. that's fair. Listen, all I'm saying is Matt listed off four songs. There's an acoustic EP. That's, exactly. Yeah, right. Dang it, Matt. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. it's honestly. A, been a slight thought in the sense of, it's like you said if quarantine keeps going it's like yeah. we have other ideas like we've already mapped out releases for the rest of the year yeah. you know hint hint so <laughs> honestly if it keeps I going <laughs> then <laughs> yeah it's yeah, like I... if it keeps going then we'll just do that because that's easy yeah. to do <laughs> like we, we, without we talk, I remember new material. Caleb and I were sitting at Guitar Center once and for some reason we were in the, the acoustic room and we were just like both playing. I think we were playing Plastiglomerate. Uh, and I was like, "This sounds pretty cool." Just so you know. <laughs> like, like, like but he was he was like, "Yeah, maybe. I don't know." <laughs> yeah, you don't want to do it. It's fine. Yeah, just say you don't want to do it. So bad. Yeah, 
I didn't uh, like when the contortionist did it back in 2015, and I'm still not a fan of the, <laughs> even the Whitechapel ones, even though Phil Bozeman's voice is amazing. I like the Issues ones. Issue, that's the thing. Is like If we did it the way Issues did it, that would be cool. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. They, they did it cool, but I don't know. The remixes are happening, though. The remixes okay. are definitely right. happening. Okay. They're all done. They're all on my computer, just chilling. Ooh. Um, so they're, I'm, I think it's like one little vocal thing they still have to record, like some ad libs yeah. or screaming or something, and then uh, I just have to mix those in, and then we just have to figure out when we can release it because we have other things planned out. But ooh, all that'll right. be a, that'll be a thing. Um, but that's that's all you're getting probably in regards to reimagining. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. We gotta we gotta release the 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 plastic armor at Ben Bruce version. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> do it, do it. <laughs> so what three songs are you looking forward to off of the album playing live the most? Uh, is this Warp Breaks now that people know it? Because um, we played it once and nobody knew it. So it was like, it kind of just, they were, people were like hyped because it was a new song, but they didn't like get it. Mm-hmm. So oh, that mm-hmm. one, Mabadari, Mabadariyama probably, because mm-hmm. I've been practicing that one a lot. Uh, and... I want to play Rebel the Mightiest Cat live. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I, I want to see someone get their ass beat to that song. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said, like, right when we put that song David out, I was like... David would be the one doing it, too. Right, yeah, David would <laughs> be in the crowd, hitting people with his face. Yeah, those Speaking ones are of, like... Wait, I just remembered, I gotta recall this story from Tor. Oh, um, wait, what? Wait! This one time when David legitimately almost beat somebody's ass. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> David, you remember that? Go ahead. I do. So this guy was getting a little too rowdy, and then he, mm-hmm. he put his hands on me and like bent me over. I was like, nope. Put him in a headlock. <laughs> you're gonna stop, bud. You're getting this a little was, too rowdy. This was during when Sales Ahead set. Like, we played, oh and then they played, and, and Sierra was like, like stopped and everything and was just like what the fuck like, and, then went, and then she realized it was david and it was just like even funnier <laughs> oh my god wow. yeah i was i was standing literally right next to him i'm just like whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> I, like i i remember looking down at me and like oh someone's in a fight and then i like saw him come up and i'm like oh <laughs> yeah. <beating> <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, Rebel, Rebel, will Rebel will definitely be a fun one live. All right. Um, yeah. We got to figure out how to do that one because vocals are a thing now, but we should be all right. All right. Um, we'll be good. We'll good. Yeah. Though. David, you have full um, permission to beat the shit out of me with your bass. Um, if you guys you. play that live in New Jersey, <laughs> we'll definitely, definitely do that. Um, right. I want to play, play Olivia Wilde. That's my third one. Yes, yeah. Same. That's my third one. Uh-huh. You all can pick your three. But Mamadoriyama, Exist War Breaks, and Olivia Wilde. I'll go with that since David said Rebel. Mm-hmm. Um, well, those are safe ones for me, I would say. Uh-huh. Yeah. I would add Speak It Into Existence, too. Uh-huh. Wow, that's going to be the one that's going to be the one. Kevin, why? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> this bastard was going to be. Mount Midoriyama, like that beat's not hard as shit. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking into existence, even before, like we knew that Caleb and I were gonna have to do vocals. Like, I was like, I want to do it, but I'm scared. 
and then now I'm even more scared because that's like the hardest song to play for me at least. I don't know about Caleb for guitar, but that song is hard as shit for me. <laughs> like, probably like second or third hardest. Surprisingly, Mount Midoriyama is probably my hardest guitar part. Interesting. That, one, that one's not... I know, uh, isn't Olivia Wilde really hard for you? Somewhat. For me. I, yeah, yeah I, know, I know it's hard yeah. on drums. That one is like the easiest song on the album for me for some reason. I don't know why. Like I guess the parts I wrote just aren't that hard, but it yeah, I don't know. Damn. Alright. What's your hardest bass part, David? Probably Louisiana Purchase. Oh well. That makes sense. I it's, I, I go from like the fifth fret all the way up to the eighteenth fret in one note. Oh, oh yeah, that'll that'll do. Wow. Yeah. Well, yeah, that one slide was it like during the verse? Yeah. Yeah, that walking part during the verse. I, I actually showed it to a buddy of mine. He was like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like, oh, <laughs> and that sucks, because we're, we're probably never going to not play that one. <laughs> I, I, I wanted to play it. It's, it's a hard one. Yeah. But, it's a great part, though, and I commend you every time you do yeah. it. Or I, do, I should commend you every time you do it. Yeah, uh-huh. It's a good one. It's good. Um, yeah. So now we're going to talk about that cover a little bit that you guys dropped uh, a couple yes. weeks ago. Oh, yeah. um, oh my god. So you yes. guys covered Love Like Woe by like what, the Ready Set, Summer Set, something like yeah, that? Yeah, hold on. I have, I have to talk my <laughs> shit here for a second. Because I, I, I watched y'all's podcast and you guys said you had never heard the original. I've never oh, heard shit. the original. <laughs> oh shit, here we go. Oh no. <laughs> Hands like, up. I know, I, know, I know y'all are young, but like, come on. <laughs> like, we were like, I'm boomers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we literally hey, had a good. whole conversation like, about this. In the chat, we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm like, hey, it's good, but I've never listened to the original. Still exactly. have it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, that's fine. I mean, it, it, I just had to. I just had to. Yeah, we're just, at here. this point, it's just like attacking each other very politely. Yeah. Um, exactly. We're so, superior, like, no matter what, though. So, yeah. uh, it's okay. Thank you. So, I what made know. you guys choose to cover that track out of all the songs <laughs> you could have covered? <laughs> I. I was y'all all the time. <laughs> it, um, I guess to start out with it, one, it was a thing of ours that we didn't really want to do a cover, mm-hmm. like. But then it got to that point where we're because for me, I was like, I don't want to do covers. I don't want to be our last night. I don't want to <laughs> blow up off of a cover or whatnot. I don't want to even risk it. Mm-hmm. But we were just like, uh, we're two albums in. We kind of have our own foot in the game now. So we can just do it. And then <clears throat> the other stipulation for me was always if we were ever going to do a cover, I want it to be something, well, it's just like selection really matters for me mm-hmm. for a good cover, especially one that's like a post-hardcore like, or like scene cover. Screamo cover. Screamo, yeah. <laughs> if you're going to do like a pop song, it needs to like actually fit and not do it simply for this is the top 40 song currently. And I wanted to do something that kind of matters. And for this one, it was, you know, nostalgic for us. Um, And, yeah. And I think just, you know, us going to emo night or whatever, they would play the song on occasions. And I was always just like, that'd be wild if we covered this song. (laughs) And then, then, uh, yeah, and then Matt and I just one night after tracking. It wasn't uh, after tracking. tracking. We were supposed to be tracking vocals, <laughs> and we just sat down and we we're like, "Well, let's start on this cover." And then Kevin's like, "All right, I'm going to bed." 
and then the next morning he came down and we're like we stayed up till 5 30 a.m and it's done <laughs> and we played it for him and he was just like cool i guess we're doing it oh my god wow. yeah i remember so, when yeah Caleb... it was where you oh, going? Uh, i was gonna say i just remember when you added that little like tapping part in the pre-chorus i was just like man <laughs> this this is absolutely ridiculous <laughs> Yeah, it was at that point where we were just trying to make it as ridiculous as possible while, like, still making it, you know, tolerable to listen to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just have it's... some fun with it. And just really just have fun with it. It was just a fun project kind of thing. Extra content, especially after, like, having a stressful time. Stressful, again, but good time putting, doing the record and simply just doing something that's, like, no stress whatsoever. It doesn't really matter. It's, we're not writing on any thing with this so just have fun with it and put it out mm-hmm. and then at this point it's just like I'm okay with probably putting out a cover every once in a while but again Ooh. it would be very like specific choices mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. do you have your eyes on like any songs you want to cover sometime in the future I, I, I have to ask I'm sorry are you good oh yeah, I know you have that one yeah. song you've wanted to cover for like ever. Yeah, I'll start with yeah. I'll name those two. Yeah, "Scream" by Michael Jackson has been Ooh. one I've wanted to for a long time because um, that song is hard and mm-hmm. uh, like lyrical content wise, I can kind of vibe with it because it's very just like feel the pressure of you know people in eyes on you and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Lyrically, and then also with it being Michael Jackson, it features Janet Jackson on it as well, so it has two vocalists. Mm-hmm. So the two vocalist dynamic, of course, between us would work in that sense where one of us could be Janet, one of us can be Michael. And then also the song being called Scream, so we can mm-hmm. scream on it. Yeah. <laughs> and scream then also, like, <laughs> yeah, and then like Michael's vocal performance on that song is also very like aggressive. aggressive yeah, so it's just like if you put those in the screams, it's not going to sound too off of what he was already doing yeah like it already pretty much has the scene formula for it yeah. <laughs> it so, wouldn't sound too off the wall looking forward to that if you guys do choose to do that because that'd be sick um i want, I want to cover stupid horse by 100 gex <laughs> oh yeah i thought okay. about that today I heard that today, and I was like, you know, this would be really hard if we covered it. Yeah, I, I'd listen to it. Like, if you guys I did like a cover it. of 100 Gex, like, I don't listen to them, but if you guys did do a cover, I would listen and to it. And then we'd talk about it on the podcast and be like, the cover was good, but we never listened to the original. Never, never. listened to the original. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, David, what do you want to cover? Hmm. <laughs> He's going to say something like metal shit. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I remember one time you threw in the chat one day, you're just like, we should cover this. And it was like that song from Halo 3. Oh, oh yeah! Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's what I was. I knew I had a serious <laughs> one. I couldn't remember what it was. It's Walk in the Woods. Oh my god. You should yeah. do it. Oh, man. It's the one with the really funky ass bass line. It's fucking Let's great. Just do it. We'll just do an EP where we each pick a song, and that'll be David's. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I'm done. So and I'll, I'll pick so... 100 Gex. 
Yeah, we're you're making our our 2021 content right here. So. Oh yeah. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Wait, I have to listen to this. And then to the fourth one like that we've been juggling around was uh, the song Something Bigger, Something Brighter by Pretty mm-hmm. Girls Make Graves. Mm-hmm. So that one is one where I'm like, this is purely a passion project kind of thing. So I'm like, I love that song. And like nobody knows that band. Yeah. And I just want to like bring that song back in our, you know, vein. Yeah. So, what did I say the other day? I wanted to cover. I forgot. I always like think of songs that I either want to cover or like want to like do a vibe of or something like that, and mm-hmm. I don't write it down. I forget. <laughs> but it comes up like every sure. other day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't so, how, how do you guys feel about the response you got to the cover? Surprisingly cool. good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We there was a lot of like well for me at least I kept thinking like man people are gonna hate this because <laughs> <laughs> it's like very I mean it's like a pop song and everything I'm like oh they're doing a cover sellouts <laughs> 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 or something like that so but yeah it was cool uh-huh. I'm yeah. happy with it I I think a lot I was of people... nervous just... oh go ahead oh, I was gonna say I think a lot of people like that I knew like were receptive to it early, as opposed mm-hmm. to like some other people that are like not necessarily that they're like oh I don't want to listen to your band or whatever, but it's just like when you do a cover of songs that people some people know, mm-hmm. um, then you know they want to listen to it like just to see how it sounds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that was like kind of cool that a few people that I know that not necessarily didn't anticipate our stuff, but they were just like, oh, I want to hear it, because it's something I already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like That's we're right. actively... Like, we appreciate, you know, our friends or anybody, whoever wants to listen to us, like, in our personal lives, but we don't expect them to listen to it, mm-hmm. especially at this point, kind of. So it's just, like, when they willingly go listen to our stuff and, like, talk to us about it, then, you know, it feels good. I was nervous about Sorry, yeah. it being the first, the first thing that uh, had just my screams on it, not Danny's. Because like I screamed on uh, Louisiana Purchase and Plastic Armor, but like just little bits. So I was like, "Ha! Huh, this is gonna be the time where people are like, oh, they changed the vocalist. I don't fucking like it. I'm out.' <laughs> but, I don't like it. But no one did that. Yeah. No one did that. So I was like, "Cool, okay." Um, but yeah. So. It was very good. So, you please do another cover sometime soon because that would be great. So that's it. We'll, we'll probably okay. do it at some point. Okay, <laughs> um, okay. we're gonna start tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I heard, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get to it right now. I heard uh, <laughs> some people told me uh, you guys may or may not have performed at Good Noise Fest 2020. Um, oh, and yeah. recorded a full set at, well, at each other's uh, houses. You know, socially distanced and whatnot. Uh, what was that process like? And uh, also, what was the experience like of just creating a set where you guys weren't together? I don't know who will start with that one. I will start. Y'all can yeah. start. It was you weird. Can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, me and Caleb started first, so guitar, drums, and vocals. And mm-hmm. we didn't play to a click or anything, so that was one thing. And playing music without 
two of your bandmates is really odd. <laughs> and I didn't really kind of realize that until doing it, like until mid-song half the time, where it's just like certain cues and I'm like, oh, I know David's going to come in with me on this part. Or, you know, this vocal that Matt does, you know, I kind of need it to like keep pace or whatever. Because yeah. I'm not listening to any clicks or I'm not listening to each other. So it was just like, oh, I'm just going to play and hope this sounds good. So that was kind of like, I don't know, not necessarily like stressful, but it was just odd. And yeah. but like after hearing both of uh, Matt and David's parts, like after Caleb got it all together, it made more sense then. And I was like, oh, this sounds great. So it really worked out in the end. Yeah, because I remember like when we first did our parts and then especially like when I was listening to like individual pieces, I'm just like, damn, this sucks. <laughs> um, and I, I'm like. I'm usually like super hard on myself, especially because so it's just like every little mistake I made, I'm just like, oh. But uh, yeah, so it's just like, of course, when you have less instruments, when it was just the two of us, you know, mistakes really show out mm-hmm. or and whatnot. But of course, once everything got put together, then it was just like, oh yeah, this is actually solid. I'm I'm okay with this. But yeah, so it definitely, process it definitely took until having the whole thing for me as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, like just process-wise, it was just um, everybody used their phone camera for video. Uh, everybody recorded themselves. You know, Matt and David recorded into their interfaces, like DIs, and then um, I recorded the two of us, Kevin and I, with uh, drums, my vocals, and guitars. And everybody mm-hmm. just sent their files to me, and I put it all together, mixed it, and then sent it to Matt to master it. And uh, then he gave that back to me, and then I just edited the video together. I tried to make it almost like audio tree type, because <laughs> I love it, that yeah. stuff. But, yeah, so it was a short process, but also very long, mm-hmm. because, uh, yeah. Short we did it in like a week, like, but it yeah. felt like yeah. it took forever. A lot of effort in that week. (laughs) Yeah, like I, because for me, I'm always like a perfectionist with a lot of things. So I was just like, I'm going to make this as great or as perfect as possible. And I didn't realize how long that was going to (laughs) take. So when I like, I edited or I mixed it all in one night, Mm -hmm. and that took like five hours. And then the video editing (laughs) I did in the next night. And I started around like eleven o'clock at night. I finished at five a.m. Wow! <laughs> so Damn. yeah, but I'm really happy with it. Yeah, so it came, I'm, yeah. I'm very, it came yeah. out really, really nice. Yeah, I'm very happy with how it ended up. Yeah. So thanks. Yeah. He literally sent us like the Dropbox file at like five thirty in the morning. And he, <laughs> or no, you sent us a message. You sent us a message. You're like, it's rendering. I'm gonna send it to him in the morning. I'm going to bed. And he was like, I'm probably going to send it to him in the late afternoon because I'm going to be asleep. All nighters are nothing with me. Hell yeah. I get that. Alright, so I have to ask. uh, Pulse's Live From Home EP, yes or no? With that set. I said yes before. We could. could I thought we were going to. I don't know if we'll put on like Streaming services, but we might put it on Bandcamp. Okay, Ooh. Yeah, just leave it there. I think I think we should yeah. definitely put it on Bandcamp and then 
then we can think about whether we want to put it elsewhere or not. But yeah, but yeah, it's like, I think it's yeah. Oh, the yeah. only reason I hadn't immediately was just because of like, because again, I'm like really stickler with myself in certain things where I was just like, obviously, well, not obvious to everybody, but even for us individually, it was just like, it wasn't going to be our best performance ever. Because mm -hmm. again, none of us have played these songs. Well, first, we didn't play them together, of course. And then we probably haven't played these songs in like three months since we haven't played a show since March. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it wasn't going to be our like, top level performance that we could possibly do mm -hmm. and that's why i hesitated but you know people seem to have dug it so probably oh, yeah. up. i hadn't even screamed since like i had screamed once like successfully like because i tracked some stuff but like since the last show i hadn't been like in practice with that at all so i was really nervous going into it but um but i think it all right. It came out pretty mm -hmm. well. Uh, yeah. yeah. And David's David's little uh, little run that he did at the end gave me a life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it was like oh shit. <laughs> yep. Um, Quality content. So were you like out of a drink? We never even really talked about it. Yeah. We were you like yeah <laughs> needing a drink, or did you just want one? Did you have <laughs> one already and you ran out? So. I hadn't had anything to drink yet. And I was like, okay, I'm done with this. I can have a drink. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, I just reenacted. Well, what? That, then I usually run off during that part. And yeah, that, I just assumed you were just running. So. Yeah, I just assumed you were just running since you always do that. But then you came back with the drink and I was like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... That is all the questions we have. Uh, anything you want to plug? Um, um, what are we what are we doing now? Um, well, so in quarantine, I mean, uh, we can just plug on normal socials. You can find us everywhere at Pulses VA on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Love having some fun. Come talk with us on one of those platforms. We're working on some videos. Songs from the album that will be out at some point. See? Yeah, we got like yeah, we ideas yeah. for a few. Very uh, I mean, we can say that as well because I know Kevin, you like throwing in our like little tidbits for stuff at the end of interviews. So we have a mini album that's most of the way recorded already. Ooh, and uh, so it's gonna be a stylistically different album as well for us because we it's pretty much like it might as well be as if the four of us did a side project Exciting. almost sounds heavier like thicker yeah yeah there's a few that like could be on like the last album but then there's a few that's just like this is like barely it doesn't even sound like the same band and it's not like the next album we do will sound like our normal stuff but we just some different stuff. Hmm. Exciting. And we wrote a lot of it. We wrote a wrote a lot of it at the same time as the other stuff, so it's around the same like kind of vibe, I guess, but darker, heavier. Exciting. So yeah, that'll be like hopefully if things go well, we want that out somewhere in the fall. And then we have another little thing we're trying to do past that. 
And just in the meantime, we're just trying to keep ourselves busy. So keep active with us on the socials and see where whatever we happen to do. Even if we're like speaking less about what's going on musically, we're still going to be around. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All righty. Uh, well, thank you for sitting down with us, guys. It's always fun having you guys on. Mm-hmm. Um, this yeah. has been. Fun to be back. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. This has been Pulses and uh, We're the Good Noise podcast.